Hi, this is Anas Heinrichsen from Blood Machines, and you are listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. To the future, to ensure the present, through traveling back in time. It's Thinking Outside the Long Box. Shop smart, shop as smart. <laughs> This is a convoluted ass comic book story. <laughs> <laughs> all of them are, bro. All of them are, and none of the comic books end on a good note. They always end up shitty. <laughs> so it's <That's> like <laughs> this comic pretty much takes place, I think, right after Evil Dead Two. I think so. And then, like, kind of then. Uh, I don't know because it, no, 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 it takes like place a, after Army yeah, of Darkness because yeah, he's re- already past it that point. Tells Evil Dead Two right. and Army of Darkness quickly and then stops at the end of army of darkness and then he comes back to the present but he misspoke the word so he comes back slightly earlier (laughs) than when he left (laughs) and now he has to go back to ensure that the first evil dead (laughs) happens so then when it goes on to him traveling into the army of darkness he can then get rid of the book right for good in the present, right? I think is the general basis of it these is. comics. You're right. You're right. So because he fucked up the words and he time traveled early, he has to make sure that all of the events that occurred yes. previous to him getting to where he was occur. Yes. Uh, time travel is fucked up, and I love time travel. That's one of my favorite things ever when I'm watching or reading or listening to things. <laughs> yeah. So, but it it does it can get very very convoluted very fast. Um, because you get to the point where you're like, oh shit, now we erase the whole timeline. Yeah. Like, what do we do? How do we fix yeah. that? If he gets there too early, then he never goes back in time <laughs> to save everybody. And if he doesn't do that, then the future is fucked, <laughs> which is now the present. So we are talking about the volume one, which is four issues of Ashes to Ashes, which is an Army of Darkness yes, comic book. Not Evil Dead comic. Correct. They are different. So this is about the comic series from 2004. Um, Army of Darkness, Ashes to Ashes is a four-issue comic book limited series published by Devil's Due Publishing and Dynamite Entertainment. Um, It serves as a follow-up to the events of the Army of Darkness. The story also sees the return of Ash's possessed severed hand and the return of Evil Ash. Yes. Um, You gave the plot. Like you said, he came back too early, and he needs to kind of retell all of that story. I think him and, like, past him meld at the very end. I think that's what that kind of looked like. Yeah. Um, Who did this? Let's see if I can get to the who. Why the hell isn't giving any credits? This is a weird Wikipedia page. No credits. So it is written, maybe Andron. They just credit Andy Hartnell. Um, as the author, I don't know. I don't actually know how you say his name. I'm assuming that. I mean, it's H A R T N E L L. I'm sure it's Andy Hartnell. Um, he has done Danger Girl, uh, GI Joe. He's done Army of Darkness. Um, it has a Danger Girl look to it. It looks like maybe those are his credits. The art style is good. I like it. It's, it's very. It's not. It is cartoony, but it's like an elevated cartoony. 
It's very, if you've read any of the other Army of Darkness, Evil Dead stuff, it's very on par with every other thing that's pretty much been done. It's never, like, the cleanest, most, like, detailed thing. I don't know, there's a lot of, like, crazy, I think there's a lot of crazy detail in some of these panels. It's just, like, it's cartoony detail. Right, right. That's what I mean. It's not, like, lifelike detail. It's it's very, it's very cartoony detail, and I think that goes on par with... All of the rest of the comic books that yeah. are that are in the Evil Dead Army of Darkness series, but um, I like I've mentioned before. I think this is a, a universe in which John just throws books into my pole, and I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> which is good. That's fine. I'm 100 percent okay with that. Yeah. Um, it's just a universe that I collect all of the comic books for. Um, so I, I I probably have these downstairs if I if I had to guess. Um, I read it on Hoopla though. That's the app I told you to go download. You guys all should download it. I did download it, but I have not uh, acquired my library card yet. <laughs> well, yeah, it was there. Uh, it was very very easy to read on the phone. Just swipey swipey. We and can it was pause, easy. correct? Yeah, we're gonna take a short break, people. I mean, you don't have to say that. We'll just pause and then we're come pausing. <laughs> And we're back. I don't know where we were. Uh, uh, comic books and Army of Darkness and Evil Dead and uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not? Um, I think we're talking about time travel. I do love me some time travel. So here's the official plot. Okay, the story picks up where the evil, where the third Evil Dead film left off, with the Deadite that shows up in the S Mart being only a part of the mess that ensued when Ash misspoke the words to return to his own time. Ash has instead returned to er- too early, arriving before the time in which he and Linda took that fateful trip to the cabin in the woods. With the help of the wise man who has come through time to help him, they both must ensure that the other Ash be taken into the time tunnel as well as returning the Necronomicon Ex Mortis to its birthplace so that it may be destroyed. Along the way, Evil Ash is resurrected in Egypt and builds another army of darkness to help him take over the world. In the end, the combined forces of Ash, Lord Arthur, Henry the Red, and their soldiers defeat Evil Ash and his army once again. Indeed. They've been destroyed. They've been smoted. Smited? Yeah. Smoted. Smote them. <laughs> smote them upon the mountainside. <laughs> So the little old the the wise man appears at S Mart, and that's kind of how this kicks off. It's kind of funny because he you see later on in the in the comic book that he's about to die before he zaps himself into the future. Um, doesn't evil Ash's hand or doesn't Ash's hand kill the old man? It does, but it, uh, yes, when they're when he's climbing the mountain or something, I don't remember where they're at. Actually, he's going somewhere. And they they're hugging, and he's like, "Ah, oh, we're friends." Like he's really good, and blah blah blah. And then he stabs him in the back with a fucking knife. <laughs> it is. I mean, like it's everything you expect from the Army of Darkness. Like all the jokes from the movies, they're in the show. There's does Shatner is there something on the wing at one point? <laughs> what movie is that from? Or is it is it from the Twilight Zone? Yeah, there's something on the wing. <laughs> Are you crazy? It's just like some little eyes bobbing. Is that Shatner? I have not. I don't think I've ever seen that show. Like I've seen seen Twilight Zone, some of the episodes, but I've never. It's like the first episode. Is it really? Twilight Zone, huh? Like you, that uh, that scene obviously permeates like a lot of different movies and and TV shows, but I don't know that I've ever seen that specific episode of the Twilight. You should watch it. It's funny. He's overacting. It's still there. (laughs) 
still there? I mean, there, I think it was a long time ago. It might have been well, the, you know, the like precipice. His first things when Jim Carrey does it like exactly the same in Pet Detective Two. <laughs> Something on the wing. Some thing. <laughs> Nightmare at twenty thousand feet. Yeah, I mean, it might not be episode one, but I think it is. Uh, it's not. Season five, episode three. <laughs> it's my first Twilight Zone like memory that I have, so that's why I thought it was episode one. But maybe <laughs> it it's is just, William Shatner. You're uh, right. <laughs> maybe it's just because it's so iconic. It's the first one I have. Huh? The Gremlin looks awful. By the way, it does not look good. No, it wasn't. Special uh, special effects weren't even a thing then. <laughs> Here's the thing, bro. We're not. It sounds like we're not going to talk about this comic book for very long either. <laughs> well, I mean, like we kind of told you everything it's about. Like, really, <laughs> the art looks good. I mean, the writing is fine. It's like you said. It's a very army of darkness kind of tale. <laughs> yes, against. Like I mean, it's literally him running around fighting deadites, deadite animals, trying to hook up with big. Busty bitches, <laughs> yeah, all the same jokes. <laughs> Calling himself the king, like uh, they're worth reading though. They're fun to read. Like it was an easy book to like read through. So here's some trivia about the book. At one point in the story, Ash and the Wise Men are shown a vision of the future from the book wherein which the forces of the evil dead rule the world. The sight of ruined buildings is a reference to the original ending of Army of Darkness in which Ash wakes up too far in the future. This can also be reflecting the future series to come, Army of Darkness from the Ashes. Did you Have you seen the, the alternate ending to Army of Darkness? Possibly. What is it? He, he like, wakes up in, like... The like it says way too far in the future, um, where the mankind is like extinct or some shit. Like uh, it's a yeah, very yeah. very weird chosen ending for that movie. I believe so, um, but it's been so long since I've even seen the Army of Darkness. I thought about rewatching it all, <laughs> but didn't. that's a lot of movies. Yeah. When Ash and the wise men arrive to the woods surrounding the cabin, the wise man exclaims that something is coming from within the woods. Within the Woods was the prototype film directed by Sam Raimi to show the potential investors for what would become the Evil Dead. That's pretty cool. I wonder if he just did, like, the camera, like... <laughs> like you said, when on the airplane, Ash claims he to see something on the wing, an obvious reference to the Twilight Zone story, Nightmare at 20,000 Feet. In a demonstration of attention to detail, hanging over the door of the workshed is Freddy Krueger's glove, as it is in Evil Dead 2. I don't think I, I saw that. I don't think, I I don't think I've seen remember that from Evil Dead 2 either. In issue three, Can't the wise man is stabbed in the back by Evil Ash's hand, just like Annie No No by in Evil Dead Two. I don't remember. That. I haven't seen Evil Dead Two in a minute. A new Evil Ash is grown from Ash's evil hand, a concept that would later be used in Ash vs. Evil Dead episode Ashes to Ashes. This is the first Dynamite Entertainment uh, Army of Darkness comic. It was also the first Evil Dead-related comic in 12 years since the release of Dark Horse's three-issue Army of Darkness series in 92. And I'm pretty sure that was just a recap of the movie. I feel like all of the movies and comics have to recap some kind of shit that happened well, in I mean, the I think that was like just a recap of the movie. Oh, like, like the alien shit we, we were reading? Yeah. The original shit was just a recap of the movies? I think that's what... I think this is the first set of the comics that actually like tells a unique story. 
which is not really that unique, but I mean, it's a continuation of the story. Right. I'm trying to see if uh, anything says that he gets credit for the comic books or not, because I cannot fucking remember if he does. I'm not sure either. I Like I said, I think he gets credit for either the Army of the Darkness or, or Army of the Dead. Army of the Dark- God damn it. Darkness. No, de- darkness. you had it right. Army of the darkness. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but my brain is like mush right now. I'm selling too much beefs lately. <laughs> selling all the beefs. Yeah, no, I can't. I, I'm pretty sure in an interview he said he doesn't get credit for them. So I don't think he signs a lot of comic books if you take them to him um, at events and shit. Again, that's weird to me. Like, why not? Well, I don't think he does it because he's like, because of that. Because he's like, I didn't get any fucking credit or my name isn't on this or I don't get any money for it or any of that kind of shit. So I think that's really what it boils down to. <laughs> yeah, but you do still. <laughs> like the, uh, um, I can't remember his name, but the evil bride, evil the not the evil bride, the princess bride guy, um, the little guy who says in inconceivable, you can't say that to him when you go and meet him when you pay for photos and shit like that, or he won't write it on a on when he signs his photos, like he won't do it, he refuses to do it anymore, and I don't know if it's because people yelled it at him like his whole life or or what, but. <laughs> Bro, you're here because you said that word. So say the word. You're not here for other reasons. Yeah, when we did the photo op with him, that was in line. They were like, do not say this word to him or we will escort you out. I would have definitely found a way to say it towards the end. I'm like, thank you for the signature. It is unconceivable that I was able to get this far to meet you. Inconceivable. Um, it what was a Joker. It was a good book. Go check it out. Go read it. Four series. Could four, you imagine four issues? That I guess. Yourself? I mean, I, I could get going to like, oh, guys. I'm oversigning this at this point in my career, just so you know. But like, the if you say this word, <laughs> we will march you out. Like, because he had to tell them that, you know, right? He had to be like, if anyone says it's conceivable, <laughs> you get them the fuck out of here. And it's like. Calm down, you five foot nothing little piece of crap. <laughs> he's like ninety years old, bro. He's old. He's tired of it. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Especially now, you think he'd be on his best behavior. <laughs> Why? What does that mean? He's gonna die soon. <laughs> oh my god. You're gonna <laughs> Buddy. He's gonna get to heaven. What if Jesus is like inconceivable? <laughs> Oh man! That word doesn't mean what you think it means. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was pretty funny. Man, I've I've I got a couple of signatures and shit over there that I had from last year's Denver Comic Con. I just have I've met a lot of people. <laughs> Not many instructions like that though. Um, yeah, it's like the shatters and all that when they're like, "Don't say this or don't say that." I'm like, "Bitch, you don't get to choose." Like. <laughs> If, if I was running, I mean, I'm 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 100, percent and we've made some small discussions about maybe this, maybe this will right. come out in the future. If I was running a convention and I paid someone fucking money to show up, and they're like, just so the fans can't say the thing that you paid me to come here for the reason <laughs> that I said that thing, I'd be like, go to fucking Subway, like what the fuck? <laughs> go to Subway. <laughs> this ain't Burger King, bitch. You don't get it your way, like. 
pretty sure that check I wrote on it was because you said that thing that you're going to fucking say when you get in there. <laughs> Put a t-shirt on you that says it if you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So much contempt. It's not contempt. I just <laughs> I feel like people treat these movie stars on a pedestal all day, and it's just like, is what you do? It's like if I showed up at work, it's like I'm not selling beef today, guys. I'm, <laughs> I'm overselling beef, not shipping the beef today. My boss would be like, you just shut the fuck up and ship the beef. I'm like, all right, I'll do that. I get paid to do. So, and you're not at your house. Like if he was at his house and he's like, I don't feel like saying inconceivable at my house. And so I would get that. It's like you're at a convention. That you're at because you did a movie one time 30 years ago. He's done a lot more. But he's there because of uh, that Probably. Movie. Like, yeah, he's done lots of other things. He cooked eggs that morning. He's not at the convention <laughs> for that. Like, he might be at the convention because of Young Sheldon now. He's in Young Sheldon a lot. Okay, then say the Young Sheldon <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know it's because of that movie. It's not. <laughs> Side note. Ash versus Evil Dead or whatever the fuck uh, Ashes to Ashes go read the book go read the books it's four issues very simple it's easier to find um, a trade yeah probably like it's kind of hard to actually find the issues like I said hoopla this yeah. is so easy just go fucking get cut, hooked up go get a library card I just and you have it at your fingertips just to look whenever we sign on a comic and like it's kind of actually surprisingly hard to get the individual issues what about on Amazon the individual issues like they didn't seem like they were readily available like you could definitely find them, but like they're like ten, fifteen bucks a piece for this one, and I wasn't sure what printing it was, or even if it was the comic it said it was, because they're so vaguely <laughs> like described on eBay. Like it could be any of Army of Darkness right. book or something. So it seems much easier just to trade paperback unless you really want to collect like Army of Darkness comic books, which I don't think there's that much money in that, but. <laughs> I don't see them on Amazon, too. Usually you can find random comic books on Amazon, too. Yeah. Um, but in the future, so, I mean, I have I'm I give all... In the year 2000. All, <laughs> all Evil Dead and Army of Darkness comic books. I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of those, so I would definitely go say... Rec- go, I'd recommend them. Go check them out. Um, in the future, I know you wanted to talk about uh, maybe not a little bit more structure, but a little bit more, like, I want to... The more and more we talked about it, I wanted to kind of break down the the things we talk about in different ways, yeah. So too. that we're not just like, ah, this was a cool movie, this happened, and it sometimes was awesome. it's hard to like say more than that about a comic, right? It's like, here's the plot. Is it good? It was good. <laughs> it looked good. Yeah, it looked good. <laughs> so it's like it's hard to like go crazy. Even when I watch other people who talk a lot about comics on like YouTube or podcasts. Typically, they just go off into other comics. Right. It's like they're not – they'll like talk about this and then they'll be like an author and the author did this, this, and that. Right. He's known for this, this. And then you're really still not talking about that comic. Right. You're just giving an oral lecture of like the people's histories, <laughs> which we could do, but – so I, um, I, I just think we we especially when it comes to movies and series maybe a little bit more structure would help there. Um, I'm gonna try and do my best to be writing more notes and to kind of break. I think most movies are like Act One and Act Two, and then we can kind of discuss it. I think they have um, three acts, don't they? It could be, Typically. could be. Um, so we'll. I think hopefully that's something we'll do in the future. Um, but it's your turn for a pop culture classic. Do you have anything in mind? Um, I thought maybe. The new Top Gun is something that we should or could watch because um, it comes out the 29th. 
Yeah, it comes out the 29th, I think. Or the 27th, actually. 27th into the 28th. It's coming up, I know that. Yeah. Um, I think we should do the new Star Trek, too. There's a new Star Trek... Uh, Show. The, uh, the Brave New Worlds. Oh, okay. I don't think I. I don't think I and know anything suppo- about that. It's supposed to be like a big return to like Star Trek as Star Trek was. Okay. And the first episodes are really good, and they do feel very much like Star Trek. So I'm interested in watching that. So Star Trek, what was it called? Brave New Worlds. Yes. My Top Gun was just something I threw out there because I know people have been anticipating it for like three years. At I this have point. been. <laughs> so did we watch old Top Gun? Ever? Yeah. No, we haven't. We can. Okay, so uh, pop culture classic is Top Gun, and then we're going to be watching Top Gun Maverick, I think is what yeah. it's called, and then the new Star Trek series. And then so we just need to find a comic book um, that I don't uh, – we, I mean, we could read a Star Trek comic yeah, book. Yeah, they have Star Trek comics. Yeah, so. I don't know if they have Star Trek slash Maverick comics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are they, are they Top Gunning? I mean, they're, they're driving spaceships. Yeah, they might. They have <laughs> Star Trek slash Transformers and Star Trek slash Green Lantern comics. Maybe they do, I don't know. So look out for those in the future. Until that point, I've been Juan. Go check us out at TOTLB.com. Thinking Outside the Long Box on Facebook, at Outside Long Box on Twitter and Instagram. Um, go follow us, YouTube.com slash Thinking Outside the Long Box. We just did Free Comic Book Day, I think. Hopefully, um, we just put in applications for uh, Denver Comic Con, but I have a pass for San Diego Comic Con, so I'm like 99% yeah. sure I'll be there. Um, um, probably I just. Know I won't be. Probably just doing photos and writing about it. I don't know that I'll do many interviews, um, but more articles and just kind of about the experience. Um, so we'll see how that lands. But I, I feel like this year maybe we're going to get a lot out a little bit more than we have been in the past. So, um, But yeah, go check us out everywhere. TODLB.com, like I said, is mo- the biggest page space where you can find everything that we do. Um, the receptionist I was telling you about, um, she... She's been listening to a shit ton of our show, um, literally fucking dozens and dozens of episodes, apparently. Um, so uh, she, she makes fun of me because I, I, I tend to eat, apparently, through episodes, so I'm no longer eating through episodes, <laughs> which is probably good overall anyways. I feel like there's always one episode where we're eating. <laughs> so I've been eating in between, so <laughs> hopefully she's okay <laughs> Um, but she's the one I'm trying to get to do the calendar. Apparently, if I could get one other person to be in the calendar, she would do the calendar as well. So it's something that it's a friend of hers. And so I, but I need to convince that friend. So, um, I mean, if, if they want to do it, of course. Yeah. Well, I don't mean like convince in a fucking weird way. <laughs> be in this calendar. <laughs> Or else. Yeah, that's weird. You so, <laughs> um, but yeah, she's listening to a lot of episodes. This is really cool. Uh, I like when people we know listen. Uh, we went to Free Comic Book Day the other day, and it was like, oh shit, you! I have I listened to you guys' episodes, or you're thinking outside the long box, or whatever. And that's a cool thing to hear out in the middle of nowhere yeah. from people who I don't know, especially. It but is. Like when- I said it's happened to me twice before that, and both other times were like. So non-energetic that it was weird. <laughs> it's It means a lot more to me when the people who do know us as people listen. Because it mean, to me, it's like they give a fuck then. You know what I mean? It's true. Like, that means more. I mean, it... Uh, 
I don't want that to like dilute what the other because it's really cool to be out in the wild and be like, oh shit, TOTLB, I know what that is. Like that's fucking crazy. It's weird, but I mean, touching wise, it's it's cool that these people who we do know because it, like I said, it's crazy when they care. Like it's super weird when they don't. <laughs> like when I literally, I literally I told one story. I literally was listening to one of our episodes once in my car at Wendy's. And the lady was like, is that thing outside the long box? I was like, yeah. She's like, are you Do-? I was like, Doyle? I was like, yeah, I'm Doyle. She's like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, so you've heard this show, which is freaking weird, that you've heard this show. And then, like, at some point, because I don't know this person. I right. don't know anybody who knows this person. <laughs> so somehow they've heard of the show, and then they're like, and now they're meeting someone from the show that you've heard of, and they're like, all right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, not even cool. Like, not even like good is good show, whatever. Not even your show was shitty. Like it's yeah. just like, yeah. So yesterday, because that's I, what the other guy told me that I met at a con who saw my name badge and he was like, oh, I think I was, I was, I was I listened to your show. I was like, oh, cool man. <laughs> he was like, that's not really my thing. And I was, I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> so yesterday, I was signing up a guy who bought a car, and uh, he 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 noticed I have a little Groot. <laughs> Uh, like pen holder on my desk, it holds all my pens. And he's like, "Oh man, you like that kind of stuff?" And usually, all of my nerd shit is on top of my cabinet, but I took it down because during the winter we had a pipe explode in one of the, in the office next door to me, and my roof leaked. And so I was like, "Yeah, I'm not taking any chances with my shit getting wet and fucked up." So I put it away for the winter. And I was like, yeah, look, check it out. I have all this shit. And the dude's like, oh, dude, I do a YouTube channel. You should subscribe. And I was like, oh, fuck, I do a YouTube channel. You should subscribe and listen to the podcast. And he's like, oh, cool. So we got all hyped up for like 15 minutes talking about nerd shit while I'm signing him up and selling him shit. So it's pretty cool. I, li- I like those interactions. And uh, like I said, when, when somebody who I know is like, oh, man, I listened to that interview. I did this or I did that. And it's pretty cool. You guys are cool. Like I, that, that hits a little, a little hard for me. So I enjoy it. Yeah. It's cool. I like it. Um, Just because it is like ridiculously hard to get people. Like, I feel like that you know to listen to you right. banter about right. shit. They're like, <laughs> they're like, I listen to you banter about shit. Like, why do I want to then go listen to you banter <laughs> yeah. about? Shit? I see you at work all the fucking time yeah. <laughs> talking about like, that bullshit. Granted, it's true. It's true. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> Top old, Gun. Old Man Maverick. Uh, Star Trek Army, uh, no, uh, Brave New World. Army. <laughs> and then some other Star Trek Star Trek book. Army of Darkness. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. I've been Juan once again. Ash for Star Trek. <laughs> I once was Doyle. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Uh- Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! Ah! <laughs>